Hey, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Conversation Podcast here at McCurdy's Comedy Theater. Uh, we are in the first week of March, and I'm really excited to bring you guys this podcast. Our headliner this week was Dusty Slay. He's a hilarious comedian out of uh, Nashville, and he's just killing it right now. He's touring all over the country, one of the biggest comics right now, and I had a lot of fun talking to this guy. Our feature act is Connor Larson, who actually is a, a, a Florida boy. He's from Sarasota. He went to Riverview High School and everything, and it's really cool to get him actually in the club as a feature act for the first time. And both these guys were just hilarious all the way throughout the week and during this podcast, honestly. I also had a little a special guest of mine. Austin Young came and joined us for uh, another podcast. He's been on quite a few now. He's one of our favorite guests. He's a local open micer uh, about a year in. So that's cool to get his perspective on things. And of course, as always, Les McCurdy's in here. And uh, please email the podcast at podcast at McCurdy's.com. We would love to hear your feedback. Anything will do if you if you like the podcast or if you just want to give us your feedback, something that maybe we're missing out on or some, some ideas that you would like to hear in our podcast, please just uh, email us at podcast at McCurdy's.com. Also, go to our website, McCurdy'sComedy.com for all of our upcoming shows and events. We got lots of great ones coming up. Lots of big celebrities coming still. And uh, as always, bringing you top-notch comedy. And hey, uh, give it up for our guests, Dusty Slay and Connor Larson. Welcome to the conversation. <laughs> hey, Les McCurdy, uh... In the back in the green room at McCurdy's, the conversation, our podcast, and uh, and it's uh, again, it is just as much as we can just carry on a normal conversation like we normally would back here uh, with microphones in our face. <laughs> very normal. <laughs> very normal. Very normal. That was Dusty Slay that All right. just spoke. We're Connor, All right Austin, here. I got right a microphone too. Austin, who's uh, works for us and is also uh, uh, got into comedy. Uh, what about a year ago? Yes, sir. I yeah. just celebrated my year anniversary. Yeah, just and got started. Gold and our producer Mike Stevens, who's also uh, a comic in the area. And uh, before you guys came in, we were talking coronavirus. All right. Oh, and uh, the reason being is, is that uh, I don't know if you heard me last night. Last night was the first time I addressed it to a crowd. And I, I said, I, uh, I said, look, I said, we have antibacterial soap, we have antibacterial hand wash, we have, we, we wash all surfaces with antibacterial uh, uh, spray, we spray antibacterial Lysol on the air. I said, if it, if you can't see it, we are killing it, you know. Yeah. And I said, but by God, the only, the only thing you're going to catch in, the only thing that's going to happen to you in here is we're going to kill your gut flora. Uh, but don't worry, one order of our nachos will take care of that. Yeah. Bring a, but that's why I don't like to wash my hands. I like to keep the bacteria. <laughs> keep that bacteria I've going. not been washing my hands for years, and uh, I feel very ready for any kind of virus. Any kind of virus. There is part of me that believes the longer I go, like the stronger I'll get. Like I'll yeah. build an immunity. That's probably not how it works, but it feels true. Coronavirus has really knocked down some air travel. So it's been nice for me. I've been getting a lot of full, yeah. full seats. You get bumped up to myself. first class. Yeah, I'm bumped up all the time. Now. I have a very high status, and there's nobody on the plane. That's and it. I looked up uh, tickets to to China. It's uh, five hundred dollars. Oh, oh right, one right. way. Well, you know yeah. we're now's the best time. Yeah, Pam and I. I had, one way I can't already, get back. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go see yeah. the world. Yeah, guys. go go yeah. right now. Yeah, we already had we already have 
a few trips set up, uh, a little ski thing in March, and then in April we were just going up to Manhattan just for springtime and hang out and see some shows. And uh, then we're at Vegas, and, and we're rafting the Grand Canyon uh, in, in May. But uh, now I'm going to start watching the hotels, you know, because there's a good chance that whatever I'm paying is going to change drastically, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, as far as that goes. And, uh, but Yeah, now's a good time to stay at like a Red Roof Inn. The uh, bed bugs will eat all the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm going to call and tell them I have the coronavirus and go, I won't come unless you bump my rate down. I, will, I want a better deal. Yeah. Exactly. Unless Red Roof Inn is a sponsor of the podcast, which, of course, what a wonderful hotel. So far, <laughs> I wish we had the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah. We're, hustling. we're hustling for the Red Roof Inn. Right, yeah. Yeah. But it's just like I was telling my, uh, you know, I just, uh, just listening to the stuff today and just the fact that, that California and Washington State, as of yesterday, declared a national emergency. What you've had 11 people die total, I think, in the United States. Yeah. But they declared national emergency and they, now they're announcing in those two states if you're over 65, you have a compromised immune system, don't go in public. Don't go in public. And that's don't, just because of the tents that are that, out there. That's right. <laughs> but they don't want you going out. And I go, oh, man. As soon as you say that, yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, I yeah. mean, I believe we're going to start seeing it here. 12 Washington, people seems like a, a low number. Yeah, Washington so and far, California yeah. are keeping Coleman tents alive. That is, uh, <laughs> that's how that's staying in business. You bet your ass. <laughs> That is that is amazing. Uh, uh, the amount of homeless people out there. Yeah, um, it's, oh God. it's sad. It's like it, it dehumanizes them so much because you don't even look at them as people anymore, just because it's so absurd the amount. Well, I do, yeah. but no one wants to talk about it. When I'm out in LA, I'm like, "Wow, there's a lot of homeless yeah. people out here," yeah. and they're like, "Oh, like, look, at this. Bring that look at this! Look at this! Look at this club!" I've seen I'm this taco truck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just not a good person. That's probably why. Uh, <laughs> I used to. I felt that way. Then I went to San Francisco to do comedy, yeah. and like five nights in a row, a homeless guy was just like, ah, like screamed at me, and I was like, "I'm kind of, I've lost some sympathy yeah. for the the whole group." Well, like I feel sad, but like you just see so many. I was like, "What?" Like, yeah. I had to step over a homeless man. I was like, I don't want to ever feel that again. Yeah, like, that's hard that, to step that over. That was. I, I rented a Kia Soul one time when I was in L.A., and I was on Venice Beach, and this guy was yelling, a homeless guy, and I was like, well, I've heard homeless people yell before, so it's yeah. not directed at me. Sure. And then all of a sudden, he's like, I wish I drove a Kia Soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that, that is pretty direct. <laughs> This all started when I lost well, my Kia. Well, at least he at least he set the bar well. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know, he wasn't hollering at the Mercedes. Uh, <laughs> right, right. He goes, "No, I can't even. I can't even begin to go there." But that soul, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. that could be me. What a humble dreamer. <laughs> oh God, I'm not asking for a lot. Oh man, we just you know everybody. Uh, what bugs bugs you is is that. You know, if I want if I want to uh, set tables up out here on my sidewalk and let people, you know, have a drink or whatever, I have to go. I have to fill out forms. I have to I have to go through so I have to go through a vetting to to get approved, and then I got to pay a bunch of money to to do that. But yet, a homeless guy can go park his ass out there and start making you know uh, uh, palm palm flowers. Yeah. Oh know? yeah. And so I was playing I was playing golf with one of our uh, uh, commissioners here. And I was at, and we were talking about the fact. I was like, Jesus Christ! I go, I go, I don't think this is. I mean, it's hard, but it's not brain surgery. You know, homeless people fall into three categories, and I got this from the people that work with the homeless people. 
There's the unfortunate that just got a bad string, string of luck. That, no problem getting that person out, off the streets. They want to be off mm-hmm. the streets, right? Then the other two groups are mentally ill and substance abuse. Well, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Right. I mean, so, so the, with that group, if you can get that group or any part of that group into an institutionalized situation that is stable, get them on meds, keep them on their meds, maybe then some of them you can get mainstreamed. But any way you want to look at it, a big chunk of, those, uh, of that group you need to humanely take care of. And that's just that. So you just go, you go out here just outside the city. You buy a big chunk of land. You make a big campground. You put good facilities in there. You put security in there. You put some buses that can get them back. And, you know, all that kind of It's shit. like summer camp. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the guy goes, yep, sounds good. Like Woodstock without the exactly. music. And you go, you can't sleep in the city parks. You can't sleep on the sidewalk, but we got a place for you. It's yeah. safe. It's together. It's clean. Blah, 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 blah. And he goes, well, and then the commissioner, I was, he goes, well, I'll tell you why we can't do that. Supreme Court ruling 473 Brown versus, you know, he yeah. quoted the thing. Uh, yeah. He goes, years ago, ACLU took that, and I believe it was ACLU, took that based on if you want to be homeless, you should have the right to be homeless. You should have the right to be a vagabond to just wander around, and uh, which I go, yeah, cool, but not sleep anywhere. He goes, well, the way that ruling went down is why we, as a municipality, can't get these people, can't force them to be in a regulated area. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's well, that is weird because you can't round up people. What's that? Oh no, that's fine. But it, that was it. He goes. He goes. There's a ruling on it, and until that law is changed, yeah. you, you got this problem, well, you which I don't even. I didn't even know that existed. You know. Yeah, you can't round up people and send them anywhere. But it's also like when they're like, "I'm going to sleep in a public area." You're like, "Well, I don't. Are you just going to do this forever? Like, you got to have a plan." I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Now you live in Manhattan. No, no, I live in. Nashville. Oh, you're in Nashville. Yeah, okay, I live in. Yeah, I live in a very did, normal neighborhood. Did you start right, in right. Nashville, the comedy scene? Or? I started in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, right. And also just a very normal city. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, my understanding in in Charleston is they would take homeless people and buy them one-way bus tickets to New Orleans. I don't know that that's just, but that's what I was told. <laughs> I've heard that rant before. I've heard that before. Well, you know, I had heard years ago, I heard years ago, and when you go to Manhattan now, Manhattan is one of the major cities that you don't see tons of people just sleeping, you know, because yeah. they're not allowed to sleep. Uh, on any kind of public, I don't think so in Manhattan. I believe if you're sleeping, cop comes up and goes, "You got to keep moving, man. You can't just, you know, park your ass here on in the park." And and I may be totally wrong on this, but my understanding was they actually have civil servants that work for the for the city that that their job is to go around. If they see homeless, someone homeless, and they're asleep, whatever. Or as they go, they give them the option to keep walking. If not, then they take them to the shelter. Hmm. Now I go. What I don't know what happens if they don't want to go. Yeah. But I think that they. It's like they take them to the shelter. They get the shelter, get them all checked in, get them their cot, their shower, their food. But then the next day, they are they are taken to a city park or somewhere, 
and they spend a few hours cleaning, picking up trash. Oh, that's and pretty stuff cool. Stuff like that, which is, I think, awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, well, yeah, when people work for something, it actually makes people feel good. It boosts your right. morale and sure. wants you to you want to do more things. Absolutely. I don't, Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if they're still doing it, but in Houston, that the, um, it was right after the hurricanes. They were paying homeless people to clean up the streets and everything, and then they were, like, setting them up with housing and everything. It was a pretty cool system. I don't know if it's still going on, but right, like, I'd right. like for something to do that because it's getting out of hand, you know. It's, oh, it's been out of hand. One time yeah, in Manhattan, while, I saw yeah. a guy in a sleeping bag on a sidewalk uh, scrolling through his phone like I do on, yeah. on the bed all the time. And I thought, wow, we're addicted to our phones. What is he searching for? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> He's just scrolling Facebook. He's like, just chilling. <laughs> New York. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like they all, everybody has a phone. Like even if your life falls apart and you're homeless, you're like, well, you still have to have a phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Up. We were in freaking uh, Tanzania about, let's see, uh, that was about 12 years ago. Uh, my brother-in-law is a Lutheran minister, so he has a mission thing. They go over and they take the money to this certain group over there. They help them build a church and a school and blah, blah, blah. So he takes groups over there, and it's part mission, and it's part safari and all this stuff. So you're over there. And, of course, Africa is poor in, on another level of poor. I mean, there's third world, and then there's Africa. I'm just telling you. It's another level of poor. And, and, uh, and, but the kids, the kids that tend the cattle for the Maasai tribe, the little Maasai kids and all that stuff, they all had cell phones. <laughs> They all had cell phones. Wow. And they said, they said that I think the government or somebody provides them with cell phones because it makes it more efficient or whatever. Like an app, you know. an app to track their cattle. I don't know. I don't know how the, I don't know how the fuck <laughs> they don't sell the, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like, why would that kid not sell the cell phone? I it mean, seems it, so it, weird. It's like, imagine you know. like reading like the old poems of people riding the train cars from one city. Yeah. Like, imagine that if they had cell phones, like <laughs> you're free. But people can yeah. still get in touch with you. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you, know, yeah. you still got to check those emails. <laughs> hobo, yeah, the hobo app. Yeah, you got hobo at gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if I'm still getting emails, I should just stay. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. leave if I'm going to get emails. Yeah. Oh man, Merle Haggard says, throw my bills out the window, catch me a train to another town. Right, that's not happening with a with <laughs> I like a cell when phone. People throw <laughs> out bills as if that changes anything. Like you can just leave them on your table. Like, yeah, this yeah, symbolic. I'm throwing the bill yeah. out. Like, just don't pay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And nobody mails you a bill anymore, no. do they? They mail the person who used to live at my house a lot of bills. Yeah, and they're upset. They're very upset. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. No, now they just they just get they just know your phone number. Yeah. Yeah. They just know. Yeah. Collection agencies. I've been. Of, yeah. And then and now the um, the scammers or whatever they're coming on your cell phones. That's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Now. And then the yeah. phone gets it. Yeah. But they're it like tells you it's spam. it says yeah. spam risk yeah. Yeah. on your phone. But it's like maybe just block that. Well, yeah. I'm not I've, tried, I've tried to do They're that. Like you have the option, and on, yeah. you know, we all know the fact. You go to your email, and you have a hundred emails. Well, there's only ten yeah. that are <laughs> that oh, are yeah. real, you know. And and the guy who uh, the web company that hosts ours, and you know, and they all are tech guys. I go, how do you get rid of that? And he goes, he goes, I'm, there's no way. Yeah. He goes, as soon as you block it. Or whatever, they, they just got a back door way yeah. to get in there, you know. It's like getting trash out of the ocean. You're like, it's we're not. I would think that they would figure out after a while that I don't buy your shit ever. Yeah. I mean, after a while, why do you just keep 
I'm still getting emails asking if I want to come back to a summer camp I attended as an eighth grader. I'm like, shouldn't this? You should just stop sending this after 20 years. Yeah, do you really want me to come back yeah. at this point? I'm <laughs> 30 back. years old. Like, you yeah. said That's I, what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. you're, sending a, yeah. uh, you're sending it to a grown damn man yeah. to come back to summer yeah. camp. That I mean, honestly feels back, like but... Dateline or something. Yeah, yeah. You're going to see Chris come Hansen. Alone. He's like, yeah. uh, take a seat. Come alone. Don't bring a weapon. All right? got to talk to you. Exactly. So exactly. how was um, starting the Charleston scene? What was that like? Well, we all did improv. There was no stand-up club when so I was starting. So you started as an improv Yeah, guy? we all were doing improv, and then we just decided to do some comedy, and then we started an open mic. Okay. Do you ever do improv now? No, no one lets me do improv. <laughs> I tried. I would to, do it. Yeah, I would love to do improv. We used to, uh, we, we, we used to every once in a while, we had improv... We'd close the show with something simple like a continuous story. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a long-form improv. That's my favorite. Yeah, where you just pass the story around and you just... I mean, and that's an easy one. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one is... You know what I mean? We would just... Generally, someone would stand behind and clap to move it. Yeah. And and you just get a a title of the story or a lecture where experts... You would just be like, Jim was going to the store and then... Yeah. Yeah. And he picked up a dildo. Right, yeah, right, it's right, always right. a little. It's always a little. Were you ever the guy who always brought a gun out, like in any scene? He was uh, like, and then I bring out my gun, and it ruins the whole. I scene. know those guys. Yeah, <laughs> I love those guys. I never. I was always fishing or eating cereal. That was my <laughs> physical thing to do. Yes, and yes, yes, and um, I tell you what, we, we anytime there's a couple of there's a couple of comics that come here that are comfortable doing improv, and. Uh, one guy, we do one that's just a, a hitchhiker thing, and it's just fill in the blank, you know. So you just put your hand out when you want a word, you know. What are you farting? Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I didn't know it'd be like that. I got. I, I was gonna light a scented candle earlier, and yeah. I thought maybe they don't want it, and maybe I should have. Yeah. But with the, the, the fill in the blank one, uh, I've had ones where if we knew we were gonna do it, I have the audience write a, a word or a phrase on a slip of paper. And you just stick it in a yeah. in a bucket, and then during the scene you just grab them, you know. Oh yeah. Whatever, you know? Oh yeah. But I've never even lackluster improv always does well. I mean, in other words, no matter how good the the, the show was, an hour and a half of stand up or whatever, how great it was, if the uh, headliner got a standing ovation, if we came back out and did a little improv thing, and it was to us. You know, no big deal. They fucking love it. Yeah, I find that they audiences really it. like improv after they've seen you be funny yeah. on stage. Yes. Then they see you kind of struggle to yeah. come up with stuff on the spot. They yeah. love that. I sure. can't, I can't yeah. watch, like, brand new people do improv. Like, my hands start to sweat like I'm oh, watching yeah. a guy oh, walk yeah. on a building. Because it's just like, oh, if you don't have any faith they're going to find a laugh, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like watching a shark chase a person. You're just like, I can't do oh, this. Right, this right. is killing me. Well, you know, most, I find that in improv when you're, when you're not, when you haven't done it much, is that they won't take the risk to go for the laugh. You know, they'll just keep passing it off. You know, they, they just yeah. won't go for it. Or they'll half go for it instead of committing to the thing. Yeah. You know? And, uh, but, uh, That's yeah. my comedy philosophy. That's how I approach my stand-up. I go, don't, don't go for it. Just stay... Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Much like this attempt a lot at a joke of the podcast. Just do a don't, lot don't of the setup. <laughs> there, uh, uh, there's a lot of comics now that think <laughs> that's punchy. 
strategy. Right. Oh, yeah. A one-liner. It's like, no, you just did your premise there. That wasn't yeah. a one-liner. Who's the other part? Yeah, that's... Oh, I like know. when people say, so that's a thing that happened? And you're oh, like, are yeah. you oh, asking yeah. me to write the joke for you? <laughs> yes. How about yeah, you write um, the joke? Yeah. So like, I teach comedy, and I tell them all the time. I go, they'll come in with that stuff. And I'm like, hey, man, funny ideas are easy. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, that, that, that's a yeah. piece of cake. Yeah. It's them punches that yeah. are a biatch. That's what people say. You, you can do something with that. Here's yeah. an idea. It's like, well, that's you giving me all the work. I can also think of my own ideas. My mom, my mom said, uh, some, she goes, you should do something with pilot announcements, like the things pilots say on a plane. Oh, oh yeah. And I go, that's what, original. Where, where do I go, Mom? And she goes, that's all I got. That's all I have yeah. so yeah. far. Do the voice. Oh, you that know what used... I do like, though, about the pilot announcements, by the way? <laughs> is that everything that they tell you is seems pretty self-explanatory, like the seatbelts, and then the gas mask thing or whatever, the oxygen. They really breeze right through that. I'm like, wait, yeah. slow that down. Wait a what now? <laughs> if it doesn't inflate, there's still oxygen going? Like, yeah. run, run this, you know, maybe slow yeah. that part down. I'm not, I put on a seatbelt every day. I'm not always putting on an oxygen mask. Sure. You know, when when I was when I when I was in that first wave of comics in the '80s, you know, yeah, that the the airline announcement was like every every fifth comic had ten minutes on the airline announcement. Oh yeah, that was like a regular stock fucking thing, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, like yeah. self check. These are now. your exits. Uber. Yeah. Oh, you're in a crash. I have plenty of eggs. Because that's what yeah. happens. Is like when I first started flying, like I had I had airplane thoughts because I'm like, oh, this is new to me. Yeah, this right. is fresh territory for me. But right. I'm like, they're all done. They're all done. Yes, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you ever find yourself writing jokes about the process of like writing jokes alone in a hotel room, and then you realize no one else can relate to this. Yeah. No people in the audience are going to enjoy that. Yeah. I, now, have you ever done that? And I've I've done it before, and I just have the ability to do it because I'm a host. But, uh, and, but I've done it with other groups. Is that you go? I'm going to do a bit for you, but I'm going to talk you through how this <laughs> happened. In other words, I'm going to talk you through how I developed this bit. Exactly what happened, what made me think, oh, that should be funny, and and kind of thing. And I found it to still be. It's a little, of course, obviously it's more wordy. Yeah. But they enjoyed it, and yeah. it still got the laughs. You know, it was yeah. uh, uh, in in a well, sense. I like to do callbacks, and sometimes I'll tell the joke that uh, I'll tell I'll tell it in the wrong order. So then, when I get to the joke <laughs> where I need the callback, I'll realize, okay, this callback's not going to make sense. Now. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll tell the audience. Well, normally I would have a callback right here, because, and then I'll go through that. Sometimes yeah. that's funny. Do you ever have that where you start, you forget a line that is crucial. Without this line, the joke makes no sense, and then you realize it like two lines later, and you're like, oh, I just have to run out the string on this. Like this, I know this is going to bomb at the end of this, and I just got to run it out and be like, okay, yeah. there it is. Yeah, sometimes you just have to not get quite, you have to not bail on it. You just tell it, and then you go, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell right, you why that made right. no sense. Yeah. Right. The, the one I love for me is, is, is and y'all are pretty young, so this probably hasn't happened to you yet, you you get up there and you get into kind of a stream of consciousness or maybe you're talking to the audience and they hit you with something and you go oh that that leads me right into this bit and then you start right into it and right when you start into it you realize i have not done this bit <laughs> in 12 years oh, yeah. and then you're going i hope to god yeah. the ending comes to me as i'm yeah. going oh, yeah. through it because yeah. you're not sure at that point 
And usually it does, miraculously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, muscle memory is amazing. Yeah, it's like words to a song. You're like, yeah. oh, I know how this song goes. I got a lot of hotel jokes, and I, I got two that I like to tell all the time. And sometimes I'll start it, but I'll start it like one of the others that I don't tell. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, well, now I'm in this. Yeah. <laughs> now we're committed. I, and I'm like, just like you, I'm like, I hope it comes. I hope it comes in. Otherwise, it's a new bit that I'm working yeah. on all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You, you do that a lot where you'll like tap it. It almost feels like you're just having an inner monologue out loud. Yeah. You're like, I didn't think I was going to do that joke. Then. And it's like, what is this? This is like your inner thoughts oh, just yeah. coming out. Sometimes I just like to let it fly. I love it. I think it's I great. Well, you do. You, you, you do, Dusty. You set up. And I just watch, just watching like you set up a rapport with the audience to where you can you can do that all day long, you know. Uh, uh, and and when you make a connection, sometimes there's you you can't make the connection, and then right. you're like, all right, I'm just yeah. gonna tell jokes up here. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just gonna run through the material. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've done shows where I'm like, I just did an hour's worth of material in 45 minutes. I don't yeah, know what yeah, happened though. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how I did that many jokes. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I did all my jokes up here. That's good, that's good. When's your dad coming out? Uh, he'll be here, he might be here tonight, but I know he'll be here tomorrow for sure. My mom will okay. be at every show she's legally allowed to come to. Oh, okay. <laughs> and okay. Uh, that's going to be, yeah, My last time we did a show with my family, my brother heckled me at a club. Oh, So man. I really am hoping that doesn't happen again. How old but, is he? Uh, in, he's 30 in theory, but. Well, you can point him out. Austin's yeah. the doorman. Yeah, right, yeah. I'll get him. It'd be so great that my brother escorted from the venue. Oh, I'll do it just That's, for you. Oh, man. Just make up a chart. We saw you on your phone. I know yeah, you're filming. Yeah. I know you're filming. Sir, just come with me. Like, Don't sir, make a scene. Don't, sir. Don't make a scene. Well, I know I've met your dad. It, yeah. I know I have. My dad it. dabbled in stand-up in the, in the 80s in, uh, in Florida a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's been down here a while. So uh-huh. he knows. Uh, he's been around Sarasota for a long yeah. time. Yeah. This was the first club I ever saw a comedy show at because I grew up right down the road. Because he's and, an uh, attorney, right? He is an attorney. Right. He took the complete 180. He's like, I want the least funny job. I want to go from comedy to attorney. Well, attorneys need to be funny. Yeah. It's good for good, you know, for their business. I mean, if you're a defense, you know, if you got to yeah. get up. He still views it as like a show, but he'll tell me cases as if they're like sets. He'll be like, and then, and then this happened. I'm like, all right, man. Did you buy that shirt today? I did buy the shirt today. Yeah. But I've it? been an Anna's Deli uh, loyalist. Oh, since I was yeah. Kid. Surfer sandwich. It's a good, Have you been? No. That's like our one local thing, I think. You might want to check yeah, it out. Yeah, I want to check it out. Anna's, I think, been here as long as I've been here. Yeah. I came here in 80. 182. The shirt I says it was established was in 1971. Oh, okay. It, it used yeah, to be cash yeah. only, and yeah. they were all—they were like a little rude to you, which I always love at yeah. a place where they're like, "We don't have time for this." Right. It's, it's pretty great. Where is that? This one, I went to the one on the key, like right Siesta over the key. South Bridge. Oh, right on Siesta Key. Yeah. I think there's three. It says Bradenton. Yeah. Yeah, they're expanding. Yeah, when it's got you, a few there. The C-State? original was out on the key. Uh, on the key. Yeah. 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 What is that? Siesta uh-huh. Key. And just good solid deli sandwiches. Oh, okay. read Oh, it's Siesta Key. Uh-huh. That's the name of our uh, our beach. Oh, Siesta Key. Yeah. As a kid, they tell you that like it's the number one beach globally. And you're like, I don't know who decides that. Well, it's that guy from the University of Florida that's a geologist yeah. or something. He, he ranks though? He's got a little he, bit of a bias. His job. That's amazing. Think about this. His yeah. job is to travel 
all over at least this country, but I think he travels all over the world, and he ranks the beaches. But I know he does it for the United I States. I wonder if he gets to have fun, though. Is he just, like, is he like the kind of guy that hates beaches <laughs> now? <laughs> like, Maybe. he's like, take me to a city yeah. for vacation. He's like, this is work for I me. I want to know your traffic. Get me to some granite. Also, yes. I wonder, <laughs> yes. does he do, like, the top 100, or does he do all of them? And he's like, this is the worst beach in America. I wonder this what beach, the worst is. It's, it's in Fort uh, Myers Beach. Oh, man. No, it's got to be, like, yeah. Fort Myers states. is in there, right? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I'm from there. So I can attest. No, to that. there's oh, beaches. Man. There's yeah. beaches on the on the Great Lakes. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. that's you true. know I what I mean. There's beaches up there. Beaches. Actually, there's a beach be. on the Percy Priest Lake in Nashville. Yeah. So I, I saw it. I thought well, that's not a very good beach. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you get to the beach and there's just like big rocks yeah. all over. And you're like, this isn't yeah. only a beach if we all agree it is. Like I remember somebody was saying to me that it's the first time they saw white sand on the beach, and I thought, oh, I thought all beaches were <laughs> yeah. white sand. I thought that's, that's what, how I grew yeah, up. Yeah, that's what made a beach. Yeah. They're brown sand. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of brownish, right? Most, yeah, you yeah, can't lie. They're not. Yeah, I grew up in a trailer, and even I thought it was all white sand. <laughs> like even I'm looking down on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't judge that. But you, but where, but in Alabama, you guys would go down to to the Panhandle. Yeah, we'd right? go to we'd go to Mobile, Dauphin Island. Gulf Shores or Panama City Beach. Right. Panama right. City Beach is a. My, uh, my dad met his fourth wife in Panama City Beach. Did he? Yeah, it's working out now. Nice. Yeah, nice. Right. Number four. Yeah. Fourth time. There's a lot charm. of fourth yeah. marriages there, I feel like. Yeah. I did a gig there. Four is bold. I, 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 I usually tell people after three, you ain't cut out for this yeah. shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. And, uh, and, and uh, I've got two buddies of mine that have been married five times. And I said, you know what they all have in common? Those fuckers are go-getters, man. <laughs> yeah. Make a fortune, give it away. Make yeah. a fortune, want a house, marry me. They're all oh, just yeah. incentive. They're baby. optimistic people. They're unbelievable. I'm like, and I've said to both of them, like when they were getting married the fourth and fifth time, I'm like, I just don't fucking get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Why don't you just date a wife? Yes, <laughs> yes. Just, li- you know, why do you have to make this formal and in each case, they were just, they're, I'm, they're probably 10 years older than me. Not that much. So that, you know, they grew up, instead of growing up in the 60s, well, they grew up in 50s, 60s, I guess. And I guess it was still so conservative back then that just the idea that you're going to be living with a woman and sleeping with this woman, that if you don't marry her, it's like it's funky. It's weird. Oh, yeah. It's like you're doing an injustice to Living her. Yeah. You're making her yeah. out to be a whore, a slut. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Make her an honest woman. Yeah. yeah. How's she like going to find a sixth husband yeah. if like you don't marry her? Yeah. Go, man, it's, it's the year 2000. Yeah. No, yeah. Nobody... It, you He's ain't like, in let the me Middle take East. this old wedding photo <laughs> yeah. down and put my new one. It's out. also it's like they're harming reputation, but she's already been divorced four times. You know, it's like, eh, yeah, I'll be all right. You can make a calendar out of your exes. Yeah. <laughs> my, I had an uncle. I think he divorced and married the same woman four times. I oh, think. that's romantic. What? Yeah. Been. He was a preacher, and so he would. They would get. Oh. They would fight a lot, and they would get yeah. divorced, and then they would start seeing each other again. And he's like, "Well, we got to get married." Like gotta, if they went to get drinks, he's like, "We got to be married." Yeah, oh, drinks. We got. That is it's insane. I know. It's absolutely. What were the vows like by the fourth time? Well, he's much older than me. I, I didn't get to attend to any wedding. Just right. like listen. This is all hearsay. Right. It's right. Oh no. Makes no sense. You know. Uh, but my dad also said one time he was a traveling salesman. Uh, my uncle and he showed up home after being on the road for a while, and his wife came out. 
yelling with a knife and slashed all his tires. Oh, that's love. So <laughs> I bet that was probably one divorce. They, oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, she wouldn't have done that if she didn't care. So. Yeah. yeah, you know, yelling yeah. feels like feeling. Yeah. It feels a lot like it. <laughs> she wanted him to stick around. Yeah, you know, that's love. Yeah, that's great. I yeah. had a, I, yeah, that's a, there's an aggressive sort of love out there like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, definitely. You go either stick around or, yeah, you know, I'm coming at you with a butcher knife. That pretty much cuts it right off. Right I'm there. sorry about that one. I That's did another one, and I didn't know it would. I, I just <laughs> tried. I like, I like that you self <laughs> you self uh, confess. That's very. I would have been like this. This sound guy. I yes. like. I, well, you just blame the big guy. Right I just like people it. to know where it's coming from. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, so far on this side of the room, it hasn't made. Oh, good. It. Yeah. It's just no, I think we got the. I think we got the. Just uh, going into my clothes. No, that last yeah. one. Yeah, oh, it's blowing on you. That was very impressive. Sorry. That was very impressive. I've been smelling them all. It's a high ceiling. Yeah, no, it goes up. You wouldn't want to be up there right now. No, the paint's peeling up there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like that attic string there, though, that you can't can't really reach. No. 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 <laughs> no. You have to. You, we don't want. We don't want anybody going up there just you know spur of the moment. You're right. Yeah. Right. You know, that's not an impulse climb. Yeah. You don't really <laughs> want an attic door in yeah. a green room. No. That no. Comics can get no. into. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There is some storage up there. Yeah. Yes, there is. People will be up there smoking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do kind of got a baby-proof a green room. You're like, yeah. don't, don't we, leave out too much. We could, we could have made it the apartment. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's not far off of what some comedy clubs Oh, yeah, the done. Wichita oh, Looney Bin, right next, oh, to, uh, right next to the oh, club. Yeah. Well, Inside uh, the club. No Michael windows. Michael Alfano in Chattanooga, the old club, he, uh, he took uh, an air. They expanded it at one point. To where they could make it about 200 seats from like 175 with an upper area, and then he decided he wasn't really filling it up that much, so he blocked it off and he made it a, a little apartment. <laughs> and I think he gave the comics an option; they could stay there or he would get them a little hotel. Yeah. But I go, how weird is that? It's in the showroom. It's in the comedy oh, club. Man. You're, I'm you're in, in that. the apartment in the comedy. I go like, well, how the fuck? Walk. If at night, once you lock up, I mean, you're fucking in. Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? I stayed at a condo attached to the old club, but there was a way out. Yeah. But it was that part of town had become real sketchy. And, no. I mean, yeah. I parked. I, I would park my car. I would get my key ready, and I would run for the door, <laughs> get in there, and it had a big metal uh, bolt that you could like close. And once you got in, you felt safe. Well, uh, Kazi's in uh, Virginia. It's, there's a woman who lives there full time, and you walk in, and she's downstairs watching her stories. Yeah. And then you stay upstairs. It's yeah. the, you're just staying in someone's Karen. house. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's oh, you a, know her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has more Ohio State memorabilia than any human oh, alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's insanity. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't care for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice gal. Oh, you know, she can't, she was I guess uh, got recent age where she couldn't go up the stairs anymore. Uh, so she sleeps downstairs in a chair. Yeah. And then we're upstairs, and I don't think anybody's been up there. It's no. like the TVs from the 70s. That is so crazy. No, it didn't feel like anyone had been there for many, many days. One of the yeah. wildest stories, that there's a comic, uh, John DeCrosta, uh, and uh, hilarious guy, been in the business forever. And John was telling me this story. We were telling ghost stories. Have you ever had it? He goes, oh, I got one. You ain't gonna fucking believe. So it was, a, it was, a, it was a, some comedy club up in upstate New York, and they, the, they had an... Uh, 
the, they had an old, they had a house, they had a house the guy lived in, and it had an attic, and they had built out a apartment in the attic. And he said, you literally had to go up these rickety old stairs outdoors in the back to get in and da 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 And he goes, when you walk through it to get to where you're sleeping, because the room was okay, but to get to it, you had to walk through an attic, like full of shit, like, a, you know, just full of, so he goes, it was creepy. It was kind of creepy anyway. Yeah. So he said, he's laying in bed. He's laying in bed. Second night he was there. First time he stayed in this thing, laying in bed and he's just starting to fall asleep. And he smells bacon. Just, just pungent bacon, right? And he wakes up, and standing in the doorway is a woman, an old woman, with a pan, and you can hear it sizzling, right? And you can smell the bacon. And he said he looked at her, and within like an instant, she went from there to right in front oh, of Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, he, and she had the pan and it had a lid on it. Yeah. And she opened the lid and he goes, there was bacon and eggs cooking in there. He goes, I'm looking right, I can smell it. And he goes, I remember, it happened so fast. And she came up on him and about the time she opened it up, he goes, he just, he just did his hands like in front of him, like get away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then she, and she just disappeared, right? Oh, and God. and I went, tell me you didn't stay in there another night. Yeah. He goes, I stayed in there all week. Yeah. Oh. I go, you're out of your fucking mind. But he found out two other comics later on had told the owner that they had that same experience. Oh, said, you know, so the Where owner was that knew at? it's like somewhere like Syracuse, New York. It was somewhere upstate. New York. But yeah. That's bad. That's pretty. That's the wildest one. I, I had a. Oh. I mean, at least if you're gonna have a ghost, she's cooking you breakfast. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty nice. Yeah. She's like, listen, I'm dead, but I'm trying to help an out. An employee at a club. <laughs> an employee at a club. Last time I went, I didn't know anything about the club, and she goes, "Yeah, you know, someone died in the condo recently." And I was like, why would you tell me that? And she goes, everybody loves a ghost story. And I was like, this is not a ghost. This is an actual death. Yeah. yeah. I have to and sleep here later. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, in that room. I was like, great, great. And oh, that by the way, uh, since we're doing the little inter- the quick little interview at yeah. the end, uh, uh, I'll still do 10. Why don't you do 20? Sure. We'll just tighten it up just a little bit because that lasts about 15, 20 minutes. Still, Sounds you good. do what you want to do. You okay. Do your thing. Sounds good. And uh, we'll just tighten up on the front end a little bit. Perfect. If that's okay. And uh, yeah, so anyway, go ahead. But yeah, we were. <laughs> so, so you, has anybody else in here got a ghost story like a like ever? Ghosts freaked any? me out. I used to watch Unsolved Mysteries a lot as a kid, and I, I'm freaked out by. I don't even like. I don't. I was in a condo with a comic named Dan Whitehurst, and. Uh, oh, I know, know this condo. Dan Whitehurst. Yeah, I know we might have. You know, about. we were. You know, we were hanging out after the show. You know. Relaxing, and then yeah. he start, and it's a cabin in the woods, and he starts telling me a ghost story, and I'm like, oh, this is not the time. <laughs> yeah, this is the last I want to hear it. <laughs> so you never had any any uh, interaction. No, oh, I've no. never. I would lose my mind if I saw a ghost or thought I saw a ghost. I've never had any of that. Well, I had. I didn't see it. Oh, happened. I do have one actually, but go ahead. Well, I was doing a summer stock theater thing in this little town in North Carolina, and uh, and literally Kenansville, North Carolina, and literally. Uh, the, the population of the town tripled when the theater was full because wow. it was a big amphitheater there little t- little old town and a lot of the people that lived in the town would work it was one of those big pageant plays big outdoor drama so 
there, there was there was 30 people that lived in the town that were extras and stuff, make a little extra money. And one of them was a really attractive girl that one of the my buddies, another actor, started seeing her. And she lived close, so we were over at her house. Big old country home, right? It was her mother, uh, sister. Her sister was married with two kids and her dad. And we're sitting there uh, one night in their kitchen. First time I'd ever been over there. And they had one of those huge kitchens. I mean, you know, 40 feet across or whatever. And so the mother wasn't in there. Two daughters and three actors. Uh, me, this guy, and another guy who had the lead who was a lineman from University of Tennessee. And she said, she made a statement that her mother was a witch. Mm. And we're like, oh, really? <laughs> so by that time, mom walks in, little short, fat glasses. And I said, uh, Tina just told us that you were a witch. She goes, that's correct. <laughs> she, go, she, go, she goes, but I'm a white witch. I said, well, tell me the difference. She goes, well, white witches will only use their power for good, for positive. Oh. She, goes, she goes, as an example, if, you're a, if, if I was working in an office that had a lot of cubicles and somebody was working next to me and I just didn't like them, a white witch would try to have them promoted to another job, something just to get them out, but something that would be a positive thing. A black witch doesn't care how they get them out of their way. They just want them out of the way. So whatever works, you know. I like this and, is a witch who also And she works talked about doing seances <laughs> with these other the witches, witches to hold <laughs> hurricanes back and all this wild stories. So then she goes, I'm a witch, but I have a day job. Yeah, that's right. That's I'm right. a witch. I'm also a certified accountant. It's tough. Whatever well, you need. It's tough to make a living as a witch these days. Yeah, she can make a living. <laughs> what are your other uh, skills? Well, on my resume, you'll see that I'm so a witch. So she was like, so. so she said, we have a ghost that's like a, uh, I'll get on stage in a second. We have a ghost that's like our family it's like a kind of a guardian angel. Mm -hmm. Would you like to meet him? No. And we no. said, sure. Ugh. And as soon, and she started going, that Sebastian, yeah. right? And the temperature in that room dropped mm. 20, 30 degrees, it felt like, oh, like shit. that. She could tell you where he was. You could walk towards it. It would get colder. It was pretty wild. Wow. That's scary. Yeah. I want to tell mine. Mine's real fast. Okay. I I lived in a house that was in the built in the 1800s, and I was laying in bed with my wife, and I had just fallen asleep. We had five roommates in there. I had just fallen asleep, and I felt I heard the door, and then I opened my eyes, and there's like a figure at the foot of the bed. A figure at the foot of the bed that. It, it so clearly looked like a person that I thought it was like a roommate to come yeah. in and tell me something. Really? But it freaked me out. I jumped up out yeah. of the bed backwards, <laughs> and it disappeared. And I was like, it was so weird. I, mean, I it was, had a, a guy, he knocked on my door, and I was like, oh, this is a, this is a ghost. And he's just uh, breaking into my house. And oh, so I yeah. realized pretty quickly I, I would much rather this be a ghost. It yeah. would be much happier. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have sleep paralysis or anything like that? Yeah. I got that. <laughs> Dusty, Dusty has never even considered having sex. Oh, now it's probably going to happen to you yeah, tonight. Gonna, it's like, oh, damn it. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> it is. Uh, I've only had it like a couple times when I was, it was kind of like it ties in with the ghost or whatever. But when I was a little kid, probably about. Well, they say you see shit when you're in sleep yeah, paralysis. Yeah, about seven or eight. I mean, yeah. most of the time I have it. But when I was seven, around that age, you know, I just woke up. In the middle of the night because I heard somebody say my name in a very 
very oh, deep voice. Fuck that. Just yeah. in the middle of the night, and I open up my eyes, and I'm like, I'm looking around, mm. and I heard it again as Austin, and it was just in this deep, almost like sinister voice, kinda. very sinister. Yeah. And then I look into the like my closet, and I see like a floating head. Oh, I hate it. I hate um, looking into an open closet. I, you know, yeah. it was just it was just bright enough, you know, because the window was open, full moon, so it's like. I saw like this floating head. It was a bald guy, and he was staring right at me. Ugh. And then he just opened up his mouth. Yeah. And then like I started bawling my eyes out <laughs> immediately. And then I looked again, and he was just gone. So like, wait, like the sleep paralysis thing. I have had that like mostly in school, when like I get school off, age? I fell asleep. Yeah. No, I fell asleep like at like study period or something like that, study hall. Oh really? And then I would wake up abruptly, but then you can't move. And, like, you really can't move. Like, you can move your eyes and stuff, but you can't move your body. And oh, wow. it's fucking terrifying. I've had the one, I've had it one time, and this was horrifying. You were trying to yell. You're like, yeah. was, I, I felt like something <laughs> sitting on my chest. Like, it felt like something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. On my ch- I was sleeping at my grandparents, and yeah. I was just in their guest bedroom. And just, I woke up, and I couldn't see anything. I didn't mm-hmm. see anything. Like it just was like a dark figure, just like, and it was felt like it was pushing me. And yeah. I remember like I was trying to swing my arms and I couldn't do it like the first couple times, and I got like a big swing, yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't feel my arms or nothing. Yeah, it's like it was, uh, yeah. it's, it's supposedly you're coming out of REM sleep abruptly, yeah. so it's your body, terrifying. like your facilities, haven't yeah. come back yet. I don't care for it. No, it's it's yeah. not good. Yeah, paralysis of any kind, yeah. whether it's sleep or wake, <laughs> not good. Yeah. Wake paralysis. It's been happened to me a lot. Woke, but woke paralysis. Yeah, it yeah. feels like um, like I'm awake and I'm not paralyzed. I'm not like in sleep paralysis or anything, but it feels yeah. like somebody's sitting at the foot of my bed and just bouncing. Yeah, oh, I've that'll had wake like me up. That yeah. I wonder yeah. how much of that stuff is in your mind. Like, I think that's. I looked it up immediately. Like it's cause, manifested in your mind. Cause, yeah. Because like when you when you see like a really like terrifying movie, for instance, wasn't even like oh, that. I don't watch I scary don't, movies no, anymore I don't because either. of that. Yeah, because but like no. it's it's amazing what your mind will like. You'll just start hearing shit like randomly throughout the house. Well, it was like yeah. I was I just went to the bathroom because you're hyper focused. Like, I just left from the bathroom and then I was like laying in bed and it started doing that. Like I wasn't in mm. or out of the sleep and it felt yeah. like that. And like I moved my foot to where it was, yeah. like like it felt like there was pressure on the mattress, right? right. And it's was, it was just a crazy feeling. That's why I don't like the I don't like the ghost like horror movies. I hate those. The demon well, ones are the worst to me. Like yeah, the, there's so many of them now uh, too. They're just they're so well, sick. It's also to not me. like it's not fair. Like like Paranormal yeah. Activity wasn't a fair movie. No. Like you would just you know what I mean? Like you would just be yeah. hanging out and then all of a sudden like a piano would fly across the fucking room and it's like yeah. there's nothing a real person could ever do to defend yeah. against like a, a, yeah. A, a Yeah, it's like write a plot. Yeah, these yeah, demons I mean, have yeah. way too much power. There's no plot to it. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. no plot. It's just like mo- shit moving and then like they all get killed. That's what's good about like the the old 80 like horror movies like they can beat the like the slasher. exorcist. Yeah. The yeah. Exorcist was terrifying. Yeah, but they end up winning. Like Freddy Krueger's like, a pretty good time. He got a little humor in there too. Yeah, once in a while, you know? Chucky. Yeah, Chucky, Chucky was funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Exorcist was terrifying. The Leprechaun, remember yeah. that? Oh, I do remember the Leprechaun, where the, the pot of gold grew in that guy's stomach and then oh, kills yeah. him. I'll be honest, like, I haven't really fuck? seen most of those. I've only seen Friday the Thirteenth. They're cheesy, and, but they're um, funny. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. You ever seen The Exorcist? No. 
I won't see it. I don't like movies with demons. I'll and tell stuff you what like was scary. That. Three Men and a Little Lady. When uh, there was that little scene where you pass by the window and it looks like there's a little kid standing, jumping off in jumping the window. Up. You're just standing there. No, I don't. I I do remember. This is a movie. What yeah, it's not supposed to be in it though, right? No, no. It, I looked it up. I found out what it was. But back then. There was only VHS tapes. Right, right. So there was no internet to go and look it up. Right, yeah. So you're just right. watching it, and then all of a sudden you see what looks like a little ghost yeah. by the window, and then you rewind it, and you pause it, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And But turns out Ted Danson was in the movie. He was kind of a star in the movie, and he had these cardboard cutouts of himself. Oh. And, and that was a cardboard cutout leaned up against the wall, but nobody knew what it was. There is a – I thought you were referring – there's a scene in a movie. Three and a baby. There's a scene in a movie, I can't remember what it is, but the, 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 the camera pans. A Wizard of it, Oz? No, no, no. Well, that, 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 that yeah. is one of it. Yeah. Um, but the camera pans, and it, it catches a reflection off of a window, which is like the reflection of another window, and there's a kid jumping off a balcony. What? Like killing himself straight up, yeah. Wow. And it's like they, don't, they didn't catch it at all, and then Jeez. people were watching the movie. It was like, is that – because it, like it wasn't like a drama or anything like that. And it was just I wish you knew the movie. Never I'd like get, to look that up. Yeah, it never got addressed. I'm pretty sure you can look up The Happening yeah. and it'll, it'll pop up. But, like, yeah, it's a similar The Happening rap. is the movie? No, no, like like the the event. Like, oh. if you look up those Kid jumping things. off balcony. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little dark. <laughs> it's a little dark, yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's one, it's like, and it's the same thing with the, with the, with the uh, little person that yeah. hung himself in the Wizard I went of down Oz. a rabbit hole of, like, um, just, like, background things that happen in movies. Or, like, yeah. like bad editing. It was, like, the whole Game of Thrones thing with the Starbucks cup. Yeah, it that just was went, like, terrible. I was just trying to see, is, like, anybody else, like, mess up this bad? Yeah. But um, a good one is, and it's in the movie. You can see it in the the, the Mummy, the Brendan Fraser one. Yeah. Um, when they pour a bunch of beetles fall into this guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he's like jumping around and swatting at him. Yeah. And his dick and balls just flop out of his pants <laughs> in a PG 13 movie. They wow. just never caught it. Wow. Beatles will do yeah. to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I never noticed that. You have to like really look it's, for that. Well, mm-hmm. I should get ready for the show. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to just, yeah, this is great though. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> yeah, if you're done. Like, Whatever you want to yeah. do. Yeah, I don't know how long it goes, but I yeah, I mean, I, I'm having a good time, but I do have to do a show. So it's like, yeah. normally if I'm doing a podcast, we just do the podcast for a while. So like I'm doing this, and then I'm gonna go do a whole show. Yeah. 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 If you want to go get in your head and everything, we'll, yeah. all right, we'll go. Perfect. Ahead. All right. Well, thanks. DustySlay.com at DustySlay. Yeah.